0: Welcome back to the RollBlob podcast, everybody, presented by The Broken Anchor, with Andy, Coop, and Cap. I'm Cap. Andy's Andy. Coop is Coop, and Andy, Coop is also a man that didn't show up tonight.
1: And he is ducking us because he found out that we were supposed to rap tonight, something he signed us up for, mm-hmm. and now he is included in us. So <laughs> he decided tonight was conveniently a night that he couldn't make it.
0: Conveniently, like... He, without our consent, said, hey, if this gets 50 likes, Andy and Cap are going to have to do a rap battle on the Roblob podcast. We didn't consent to that, and it got the likes, so now we have to do it. But the night we have to do it, Coop doesn't show up conveniently. So, you know, we're the ones on the mic. We're not going to do it.
1: I'm going on strike. I am not rapping until (laughs) Coop is back.
0: Why did we bring Coop on again? Can we undo that?
1: (laughs) Coop, you're fired.
0: You're fired. I'm and there's a no rap clause in my contract everyone knows that but Andy other than there being trouble in Roblox pod paradise uh, I'm surprised I said that without you know a lisp or messing that up that's hey, baby, actually you're a rapper they Roblox pod podcast that's a flow. yeah say Roblox podcast paradise three times in a row Um, not easy but anyway other than the, the trouble in paradise here there there's the fuck up it's a good time to be a Xavier musketeer fan and we're going to celebrate that tonight
1: so right after we recorded the party podcast, we got some bad news, <laughs> right, about how we're completely shut down. Well, guess what? We are back bitches.
0: Bye-bye little boy blue, I am back. Yeah, it's a good time out here.
1: <laughs> Tomorrow officially is the last day like we are Xavier Basketball is back officially as you're listening to this, and also Ben Stanley's back. He's a free man. Ben can't Stanley's be free. a free man, and we have a fully loaded roster. Shit Emphasis bull. on load.
0: <laughs> yes, that, of course. But this is going to be a fun podcast. This is kind of us celebrating Xavier basketball coming back. You can't take it for granted. And so what we did, we had a conversation with Adam Baum of Cincinnati.com. Really, other than Travis Steele, I can't think of really anyone better to talk about about the current landscape of Xavier basketball.
1: I mean, Adam Bombas is as inside as anybody can be without being a coach.
0: More than us. Way more inside than we'll ever be. <laughs>
1: Way more inside than we'll be in anything. He is hey, deep that, in that, there.
0: That was implied. <laughs> Didn't have to necessarily explain that. One. <laughs> but I appreciate
1: it. Well, we had an awesome conversation. We uh, um, got some uh, inside of what the impact of Ben Stanley brings. Uh, we got the details of the lockout story. It's a really fun conversation Dude. with our guy.
0: He's the man. This was just like your classic. And like he said it in the interview, just classic chilling in the bar and having a conversation about Xavier basketball, but like with an insider though, like right. not just like with some random Joe, like
1: someone that knows exactly what's going <laughs> right. on. And we official a beat writer at a bar.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. So definitely if you're a Xavier fan, you definitely want to hear this perfect stuff. And it just a, a great primer for getting back in the swing of things here as we, you know, have Marquette on Sunday.
1: And, And on top of that, we're going to have, after the interview, I'm going to have a little bit of announcement of how you can win yourself some fun little merch.
0: Who doesn't want to wear horny on their chest for half off? (laughs) So without further ado, let's get to this intro and let's get it going. Okay, Andy. We're not going to waste any time here. We know that the best thing about this podcast is the stuff that doesn't include us, so we are just going to get the bomb as soon as possible.
1: Yeah, I mean, Coop's not here, Bomb's not here right now, yet. So, I mean, right now it's just me and you, and we know and the that people trucks. don't want that. And just you, me, and the dump
0: trucks right now. Well, that's it. Want the
1: dump trucks. So that's that's well,
0: that's, that's, that's true. Why
1: they wish they had the video.
0: But if we can get Bomb in here, that's fifty percent of what you want. Right now, it's just a third. Right, yeah, so Yeah.
1: <laughs> and between Bomb, Coop, and the Dump Trucks, you only have one of them right now. I know. So let's go ahead and get to Bomb.
0: Roll Blob listeners, we're going to do our favorite thing in the world, and that's talk Xavier basketball. And who better to talk Xavier basketball with than Cincinnati.com zone Adam Bomb. Adam, how are you?
2: I'm doing well, boys. How are you guys? Not as
0: well as you. That beard is looking right, brother.
2: <laughs> I appreciate that, man. Tim Allen's jealous of that beard. Oh yeah, it's it's the winter months. You know, I gotta I gotta bear down here, and uh, <laughs> you know, I've been rocking this beard for a while now. It's 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 got a special place in my heart, so I'm gonna keep it going.
0: If I was you, I would not switch that up. <laughs> You're killing it out there. I'm, I'm proud of you. How's life treating you in the pandemic? Andy wanted to ask this. I mean, what's it like being a reporter in this current landscape?
2: It's weird, man. Um, you know, quite literally, you know, I, I don't count Centos as one room. But the the last time I was in the same room with Travis Steele, any of the coaches, any of the players was, you know, back in March at Madison Square Garden after that DePaul game. It's like, it, it's, you know, I, this is something I was hoping that we were going to get to talk about, but this week in particular, I think everyone thought all oh, the teams off. You know, you get a few days off, and it's like, I'm, it, it's just crazy. It's like every day I wake up and I'm like, I, I'm kind of worried that my phone's going to ring with bad news, and obviously we're dealing with that right now, but it's it's just created this dynamic for me where I feel like I always have to be ready. Like, like if I go somewhere, I bring my bag with my laptop in it just because literally at any time right now, something can happen.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I don't know about you though. I am a little bit thankful that this is happening in 2020. I can't imagine doing your job in 1999 (laughs) with with a pandemic.
2: It's so weird. It, you know, I started at the Enquirer in 2007, just like answering phones and taking box scores and stuff like that. And just, just the amount that it's changed in the 13, 14 years that I've been there. It's crazy. I mean, the, these guys, you mentioned the nineties, like you to, to go to a game and take notes.
1: Like,
2: and right and with then after the game, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, after, game you would have to like go back into the enquire and type it in or what they used to do was if I was out like if a reporter was out at a game and they didn't have a lot of time to file their story they would call into the enquire and they would read their story to someone over the phone and that person would have to transcribe it and that's how it would get in there it's just things are so different now man it's crazy rest in
0: peace carrier pigeons man man (laughs)
2: level it up
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome. Well, obviously the news of the day, which we weren't really planning on, or, I mean, we, we saw it coming a little bit, but Ben Stanley, he's free. What do you think about that? What was the initial thoughts that you had there?
2: Well, I mean, I like on a personal level, I'm happy for him. You know, I haven't got to meet him in person because of the whole pandemic, but by far, you know, the couple conversations that I've had with him on the phone have just been a delight. I know you guys have gotten introduced to him through social media and some of these like behind the scenes videos that Xavier's doing and those are awesome like he's a character you can tell yeah they're so cool and you know I think those give you great insight into who he is already and you don't even have to really know him you can just watch those and see that what he's about and I I couldn't be happier for him because it's like you know everything he had to go through and you know, he, he gets denied, then he, he has to watch his teammate Adam Kunkel get it approved, and it's just like, that had to have eaten away at him in a sense, you know, and now we're going to get to see him this year, and it's going to be fun.
0: I can't wait. Andy, unless you have something, I thought that showed a lot of character, because just from an outside outside perspective, it seemed like Stanley had a Honestly, a better case than Kunkel did. Um, So it was kind of weird that Kunkel got his approved very quickly, especially they applied for it late. And for him not to get approved, I think that shows a lot about him. Um, Where do you see him fitting in on this roster? I mean, obviously now it's getting crowded. Uh, The house is getting full. Um, I see him, you know, just from us, we're fan perspective. That's the best thing about us is we're just the common man. He seems like a four guy to me. Maybe they play a little bit of five. Where do you see him fitting in in this roster? And what do you see him bringing?
2: Yeah, I, I think you're right on the money there. I know people, you know, people send me messages. Just on Twitter and they're like, man, how are they going to keep everyone happy? What are they going to do with all these, you know, all these bodies? And the, the thing I keep coming back to is just the unpredictability of this season. And you're we've already seen it with Xavier a couple times now, like having guys who can go out and play, having a lot of guys who can go out there and play in a year like this, I think it's crucial. And like you said, he's going to be in line for that that four spot. But I was thinking about this earlier today and there with Ben Stanley on the floor, there's going to be sometimes when you going to have a lineup out there where literally one through five, they're dangerous. Like th- think about that. Like, you know, yeah. they have guys one through five who can play away from the basket, who can attack the basket, who can play on the perimeter and knock down shots, who can get in the paint and make tough shots. Like, it's just – it's going to be something that I don't think Xavier fans have really seen yet since Travis Steele took over as head coach.
1: It like even doing the scrimmage uh, that we weren't allowed to stream. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like So, I was one of the lucky ones that got to see it. Ben Stanley was confidently taking threes. So, it seems like he's a little more oh, yeah. comfortable than, around the perimeter than a lot of us expected. So, he he's not going to be solely like – restricted down by the by the block like some some people thought he might
2: yeah he's gonna have freedom and that that's kind of the cool thing about this team is like the more guys that you have out there who kind of have that green light I just think it's gonna be fun like yeah they're, they're still gonna have to take care of business on defense and rebounding but like when you think about what this team might be capable of in terms of their offense the sky's really the limit it's it's cool to think about you know especially after the last 2 years when there hasn't been a whole lot of good offense played so
1: <laughs> that, that that's an understatement putting
0: it lightly <laughs>
2: And then I think, too, I think
0: he, he brings a different element. Because I don't, I don't think Jason Carter's value has been stated enough, just everything he does on the block. And he does all the dirty work, low ego, um, and kind of doing all the dirty work while the, the bucket getters get buckets. But it is, I think, kind of nice to have kind of a guy who's kind of the opposite. I mean, Ben Stanley seems like an absolute bucket getter. Kind of reminds me of like a big Paul Scruggs, getting in the lane, kind of a crafty score um, in a lot of different ways. So I think it's going to be interesting just having a completely different element at the four spot other than what Jason
2: Carter is. Yeah, and you know what? like Jason Carter's undeniably tough. Like he, he plays basketball like, like a blue collar dude. And I think that that's why he gets overlooked a lot of times, but real high motor <laughs> you, you inject Ben Stanley into that lineup and he brings kind of an edge. He brings like, you see him in person, dude, he's six six two thirty, and he's filled out. Like that's what you need in the big East. You need some guys that can go boom, boom, down low like that, you know?
0: Absolutely. It, it's just going to be fun. And, and I, Travis Steele always says just having as many bullets in the chambers you possibly can have. And that's a big bullet. <laughs> that is, is a big man. bullet. Absolutely. Um, oh,
1: sorry. I, Go ahead, it, no.
0: yeah. I was so, just stalling. Go ahead. <laughs>
1: now, obviously with, uh, with um, him coming in the lineup, he's going to be taking some minutes. Do you think that's going to really affect the team chemistry, the team morale, or are they going to, is it just going to really um, like shoot this team to the moon? Do you think everybody's going to buy in?
2: I think so. I think, I think you've already seen it in seven games that this team's not really that selfish. Um, And, you know, one of the, I, I was anticipating that we were gonna talk about this. I'm actually, I'm working on a feature story this week about Paul Scruggs. And one of the really interesting things that I've kind of looked at this week is you look at the first three games this year. First three games, they obviously, they have the three guys in quarantine. Paul's averaging like over 36 minutes a game. Xavier's last three games, he's averaging like closer to 30 minutes a game, and his production's gone up in less time on the floor. So when you ask me about Ben Stanley, I think the biggest impact is gonna be having Ben Stanley to me is gonna mean you're gonna have more product more productive minutes from guys like Zach Fremantle and Jason Carter because he's gonna be yeah. able to come in and give them some relief. You know, if Zach gets in foul trouble, they don't have to freak out as much about that now because there's the body that they can use down there. I think, I think it's going to be big in terms of, like, keeping guys fresh. And when guys are fresh like that, they tend to be more productive. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, you're getting more efficiency. And I don't know about you. I mean, this is just from a fan's perspective. It does appear at times like Fremantle's trying to play not to foul. I mean, I think he's like, man, I need to be played these minutes because he's really valuable. And I think that helps him because I think in the UC game a little bit, it looked like he was trying not to foul out. Um, So I think that's another huge piece to have there. Um, but I think, too, I think kind of similar to getting the three guys back when you got Colby Jones, uh, C.J. Wilcher, and Kunkel back, it, it might inject some energy into the roster, you know, especially when you're going into, you know, a few yeah. games off, you know, where these teams have been playing every single day, whether it be the Marquette game or whenever you come back. It might be another one of those pieces of like, hey, this is going to inject some energy in the roster and kind of give us another, you know, a little bit of juice for the, when we come back.
2: I couldn't agree more. You know, I'm out. I was watching uh, Butler and Villanova before we got on here, and it's like I'm watching this game, and I can't really tell that Butler hasn't played a game in, like, three weeks. You know what I mean? Like, they, they've been on this uh, a COVID pause similar to what Xavier's on right now, and they're going right at Villanova. Last I checked, it was still a really close game, but I, I think you're right on the money, man. I think getting a guy like Ben Stanley, you see he's already kind of a, an energetic dude, a lively dude with a personality – And, like, now now they're going to get to have him out there on the floor. I think it's going to be uplifting. I I couldn't agree more.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, And then going kind of to the current makeup of the team. Uh, Obviously, they've been quarantined and dealing with this whole deal. Uh, But it seems like they've kind of made the best of it. I mean, you just don't know with this kind of deal what it could be. I mean, it sounds like you're the the expert. But it sounds like it can be anywhere from, like, 7 to 21 based on how symptomatic they are and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, What do you think the kind of the morale of the team is right now and how do you think they're handling everything?
2: I think they're doing good, um, and you know, I in the since this quarantine started, I've talked to Travis, and I've talked to all three assistant coaches, and I I just I feel like there, there's a cool dynamic with this team. You know, we already talked about the fact that there aren't a ton of egos. Um, I think these guys genuinely enjoy being around each other, and I I think that right now it might it's killing them a little bit that they kind of have to be separated. But from everything I've heard. I think they're handling it really well and and, you know obviously we'll find out more about that on Sunday because you know Marquette's a tough team man like Xavier's gonna have to come out of this thing and they're gonna have to to play some really good basketball to beat a team like that but you know to to answer your question like I I'm like each day I think about how weird it must be to be in the middle of a season and like you can't be in the same room as your teammates like the only time you get to talk to your coach, it's on FaceTime or it's like we're doing here right now. Like that's just gotta be such a weird thing. And I think that this team's chemistry is one of the things that's going to help them get through that and get out on the other side of this. Absolutely. It, uh,
1: it really do, does seem like this team has each other's backs through thick and thin. I, like, um, we actually received a question in our mailbag yesterday about like um, what with the, with this team Uh, being so deep is anybody going to leave after this year and like it just seems that this team is just different they don't care about uh, they 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 don't have that ego they just truly want to be together and and succeed together and that's one thing I just absolutely love about this team which is why I think they can do so many great things
2: yeah and to be honest like I I find myself thinking about uh similar questions like it is someone going to get upset that, that they aren't starting or that they aren't getting the, the playing time that they feel like they deserve. And, you know, realistically, I, I wouldn't be shocked if, if there is a casualty at some point, maybe not during the season, maybe it's after the season, but at the same time, like, I think that a lot is going to depend on you. So that Xavier has four seniors on their roster. I personally, and I have nothing to base this off of other than my own opinion, <laughs> but I don't think that Paul Scruggs is going to be a guy that that you see take advantage of the free year. But, you know, I think like Jason Carter, Nate Johnson, Brian Griffin, like those guys kind of intrigued me in that regard. Like I think that depending on how this season goes, depending on how far this team gets, whether or not they compete for a big East title, like those guys could be eager to take advantage of that extra year. You don't know. So I think that's going to play a huge part in like what happens in the off season is guys are going to wait to see if people take advantage of that extra year. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I think, you, like you said, I think there's a much higher probability that someone leveling up a level is is more eager to do that than Paul Scrubs, who's played in the Big East for four years. Um, but, yeah, like you said, man, so you talked about the Marquette game. Do you think that's going to happen? Like, what do you think the likelihood of, of that is?
2: I think, like, one of the – you know, it, it's so weird because I, I feel like I've spent so much time this year, like, reading about medical stuff and trying to <laughs> no. you know, I'm just I'm, that's so far outside my realm of comfort and
1: so we shouldn't call you dr bomb
2: no you shouldn't not.
0: that's for you that's for your brother we, <laughs> we have the wrong bomb brother. on
2: the podcast <laughs> exactly he's actually uh it's he's going to be giving out some of the uh the vaccine that's <laughs> so. oh man yeah, he, he'd be much Send better it right
1: than, to the Cintas center yeah. right
2: <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> he, he'd be much better equipped to have this conversation than me but Um, you know, I'm not, I don't know a lot about this stuff, but my simpleton brain tells me that like, if you've been testing everyone since last Friday, every day, and no one has tested positive since Friday, like if they had it, they would have all like, you would have already known, you know what I mean? Like if you're testing them like, how long is it going to like sit in your system before it shows up on a test? I, I just, I think that as long as they is, if they got through today and they get through tomorrow, testing wise, I'd say that, that we have a very good opportunity and that, you know, that's Xavier's one side of that equation. So, you know, we need, they need to get lucky too with Marquette, which I was talking to someone about this and like, you know, Xavier got through their whole non-conference schedule without themselves running into an issue or one of the teams that they're playing, that they were scheduled to play running into an issue. That just, like they caught a little bit of lightning in a in a bottle there, but they're obviously, you know, they're up against it right now. But I, I would say I I'm I'm pretty confident that we'll have basketball on Sunday.
1: And personally, like um every team is gonna deal with a situation like this. I think we're honestly like blessed that our situation was just a seven day shutdown and an asymptomatic, right. everybody seems to be healthy and you know we can just move on with any worry about anybody's actual health
2: basically what you're saying right there Andy is you're just you're happy that you're not the Paul (laughs) yes
1: yes I mean can you you imagine
2: (laughs) can you imagine how helpless they have to feel right now like there's just no end how bad (laughs) is it though I mean like you can't lose if you don't play well that's true but you also (laughs) have to think you're going to be starting your conference schedule without having played a game the Teams that you're playing have already been playing Big East games, like, and they're non-conference. They're just that to me. That's a, it's just gonna be you're, you're they're gonna be behind the eight ball, man. There's no way around it.
0: Rest in peace. Like, I can't imagine playing a team like Xavier already played seven games and gotten it going. Like, oof. That's
3: yeah, gonna, that's gonna it's be gonna tough be for the
0: defense. Tough for the demons, especially since you're not always the uh, the villain of the league. Okay, so let's talk about the the big the big dance here. I mean, what everyone's thinking about the NCAA tournament. I'm gonna be honest with you, and this is why we have this podcast. We're the common man; we don't know anything. You're the insider. That's why we have you on. Um, what do you know about the NCAA tournament? What to expect? Maybe where Xavier thinks they, you know, how how good they feel right now. That kind of stuff. Like, what what are we thinking about the NCAA tournament?
2: You know one of the interesting things uh, about this whole ordeal is like everyone, everyone is preparing and, and they're going about this and it's really like, it's a one day at a time ordeal right now. And, you know, I, I like to think ahead. I like to think about the NCAA tournament. I think the fact that, that Dan Gavitt came out and he was like, there will be an NCAA tournament this year I, that inspired a lot of confidence in people But I think if you ask people at Xavier right now about the NCAA tournament, that's kind of far from their minds, you know, in like, they're just like, hey, are we going to be able to play basketball on Sunday? That is the question. But from an outside perspective, when I look at it, I think two things. I think number one, I think Xavier proved in the non-conference that they're a really good basketball team. Now they, they also showed a little bit of that non-conference, a little bit of shakiness, but I think that's to be expected. I think this is going to be a weird season. So number one, you take care of business in the non-conference. All you have to do now is compete and win some games in the big East. And I feel like if, if you can avoid, you know, a lot more interruptions and you can complete a lot more games, I, I think that they're, they're on a good track right now. You know, like, Imagine if we were sitting here talking about Xavier and their five and two going into Big East play. Like, uh, I w- you wouldn't feel nearly as good. You know what I mean?
1: Especially with the because our, our non-conference schedule was not the strongest. If they no. had lost two of those games, we might be we might have to talk. Depends on out which of, two. Uh,
2: Depends on which yeah. two. Yeah, It does depend. Yeah, but, you know.
1: Yeah. Well, if, they, if we lost two, then we lost. Then we didn't beat UC and we didn't beat uh, Oklahoma. Be, those hey. would be the two. We almost, we almost lost
0: to EKU and to Bradley. So, I mean, it could have gone yeah, a multitude of ways. It could, it could have. Exactly. I'll so, just say that dropping $2,000 on a bar forgives a lot of sins. <laughs>
2: <laughs> forgives a lot it's of like, sins. It's like shooting, right? You know, shooting covers up a lot of sins on the basketball court. Well, you know, throwing $2,000 down on the bar, that, uh, that makes up for a lot.
0: People do like that, believe it or not. Paying for people's alcohol, especially $2,000 worth of it, not too bad.
1: I was just wow. an hour late.
0: Were you really? Yeah,
1: <laughs> I got there I'm like well, where's Steel? <laughs>
2: he left an hour ago, dude.
0: Good thing he doesn't need to be around you with the contact tracing from Andy Picarillo. That's just not smart. That's not a good. good
2: point. Yeah, the last thing I need to do is be writing a story about Andy Picarillo. <laughs> <laughs> imagine, <season>. imagine <laughs> all the your activities. <laughs> Who's the man behind the pandemic? Who's the, <laughs> Andy Piccarrello? The face. The face of a pandemic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's Andy's face in front of dump trucks. Um, so, so, Adam, how much of Michael's secret stuff have you seen Nate Johnson drinking? Like, what's he doing?
2: He's, you know, like, it, it's really weird because, and I don't, I don't mean to to sound disrespectful or anything to the guys who came before him, but, you know, Tripp Steal's, like, record on grad transfers to this point has been, like, Zach Hankins and really no one else. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I'm, so, I'm so surprised, and I'm not, because, you know, everything that I heard about Nate Johnson coming in was like, hey, this dude can play. But you also think, you know, he's taking a big jump up from the Big South, and normally there's this, like, acclimation period to transfers. they got to kind of find their way. He hasn't shown any rust, any hesitation. Like, he looks to me right now like a dude that's played three years in the Big East already. Like he just looks ready, and and we'll find out what he's got in Big East play because it's obviously going to be ramped up. Um, but the the performances that he's had already, and some of the stuff that he can do, he's been really impressive, man. I think uh, I think if Xavier can do something special this year, a big part of that is going to be Nate Johnson. Hotter than a pepper sprout.
1: <laughs> what I've loved most about him is his confidence. Like he is he has shown oh no goodness. fear of, uh, you know, heat checks, uh, pull-up threes in transition. Like, if he's open, he's jacking it, and I absolutely love that about him. Like, I, I think we need it. a guy like that.
2: And, you know, I think to your point, a big reason for that is something that we've already talked about, and it's the fact that this team doesn't have a lot of egos. Like, it, you can imagine walking into a, a basketball team, you're a new guy, And what? And maybe there's some egos. Maybe there's some some personality clashing. What what's going to happen in a situation like that? Maybe you're a little bit more gun shy. Maybe you don't want to chuck it chuck thirteen threes up in one game three through Like maybe you're worried about stepping on people's toes. And you know, I don't think there is any of that on this team. I think the part of the reason why he's so confident is because he feels welcome because he feels a part of the team already. Like he's not worried about missing a shot because some dude's going to yell at him and tell him to stop shooting like that. I don't think that's a part of this team. And I think that's a big reason why he's already as comfortable as he is.
1: And that's honestly a great point. And that's something I saw with uh, CJ Wiltshire in his first, his first minute in the shootout He's jacking up an NBA three and he has, he, he knows he has the freedom and the confidence to do it. I mean, it didn't end up going in, but he showed no fear. So I think it's probably a, a full system universal thing. Like everybody's got the green light out there. Yep.
2: I'll go out on a limb here for you guys. I, I think, I think Xavier has three really good freshmen. Don't, I mean, <laughs> bulls, I, bulls I know him. I'm probably the first person that you've heard. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I think that they got three really good ones. And, like, I think there's a chance that had Colby Jones not gotten quarantined, I think he would have been in the starting lineup. You hear Travis Steele say stuff like, oh, he was top two or three in our Xavier waypoints. Well, guess what? If you're one of the top three practice players, you're a starter. That's, like, that's what that means in Xavier's system. So yeah. – This is a guy who's coming off the bench right now, who realistically should be a starter, and he's probably going to stay coming off the bench. And a big reason for that is because Nate Johnson's playing really well right now. So it's like, I'm sure he doesn't have a problem with it. But yeah, I I think they got three really good freshmen.
0: Yeah, that's
1: all. all Off season, we've been hearing how Colby Jones, like the coaches, want to adopt him, and we've been hearing Colby Jones is likely in the starting lineup. Then he unfortunately gets quarantined, but Nate Johnson said. I'm going to take that starting. He used that opportunity to take that starting job away from another starter. So we really have wild. six starters.
0: Nate's been like the third best player on the roster. Sometimes he looks like the best player on the roster. And Colby Jones, if he's top two or three, that means he's battling with like Zach Fremantle and Paul Scruggs, who are on pace to be like all league players. Like that's not terrible.
2: No, it's not. It's- per sources. <laughs> <laughs> it's. Uh- it's a good situation that they have right now. You know what I mean? Like Travis Steele, I feel like he got judged a lot on his first two years. And I personally feel like, yeah, he's responsible for what happened in those first two years and that didn't go well. But if you're going to, if you're going to give, like really judge someone on their performance, I feel like this is a good year to get a gauge on, you know, what Travis Steele really is as a head coach, what he looks like, how he operates and Look at the guys that he's brought in so far. You know, Paul Scruggs is the only dude on the roster who didn't commit to Travis Steele. And they're playing good basketball. Yeah, there's no doubt about
0: that. My last question before we talk about the lockout story, Um, have you heard these Tyler Hansbrough, Zach Fremantle comparisons? What do you think about Zach Fremantle being compared to Psycho T?
2: I mean, as someone who, like, really disliked Tyler (laughs) Hansbrough. I I think that the people the people making those comparisons, I, like part of me feels like they're people who maybe don't like Xavier. I don't know. I, like, I I personally don't see it. I think um, I'm trying I'm trying to think of like a more apt comparison that I would give to Fremantle. But it's
0: tough. He's he's a I, really really versatile player.
2: He and he's very unique. Like, right. you know, he's. it's hard to describe Zach. Like, I know you guys watch our post-game press conferences and stuff like that. And Zach's one of those dudes where it's like you ask him a question and you know he's just going to say the first thing that comes to his mind without hesitating. And that's kind of what I like about him. And, you know, he's got like a really unique style on the basketball court. I'm looking for two things from Zach this year. And I think through seven games it's safe to say – we all know this dude can score the things, the two things that are going to take him to the next level, like, and by next level, I'm talking about like potential All-American type level. Right. Is I need to see him want to rebound more than anyone else on the floor. Mm -hmm. Like, like you, I think you mentioned it earlier, Jason, like, I think sometimes like he does not engage in a lot of those situations because he might be worried about foul trouble, but. It, to me, if you have that level of an offensive game, that kind of repertoire, if you fill that out and you surround that with just nasty 40 minutes of defense and you're blocking out dudes left and right, like you're going to be the best player on the floor every single game. And so I think that that those are two things where if he commits to those and he can, he can find a way to do that in his Xavier career, like – I mean, we could be talking about potential, a potential place in the rafters, dude. Like he has <laughs> yeah. that kind of game to him. So we'll see, but you know, it's Zach's just, he's, he's a goofball dude. He's uh, I love talking to his dad too. you like, you talk to his dad. Number one, I don't know if you know, like his dad has a whole tattoo sleeve, like his badass dude. And uh, his dad's kind of the same way. Um, and his mom played college basketball, too. So, like, he's he's got it in his blood, man. He's going to be a good one.
0: Yeah, I remember watching his arrival story and just thinking, like, man, this kid's born in it. Like, he's just a yeah. – like, you hear his mom talk, you hear his dad talk, like, he was born in some tough stuff. Like, he's, he's a tough dude. <laughs> Ball
2: don't Andy's lie, though. Like, <laughs> he, he used to be – like, he used to be a skateboarder and a snowboarder before he got into basketball. He's just an I interesting guy. Like, I would love to interview that guy. Like, he's Andy, just an interesting dude. <laughs> Andy, you would have known that I wrote a story about it last year, man. You gotta brush up on this.
1: Stuff. I'm at a fifth grade reading level. You can't hold
2: that against me. I gotta
0: translate this stuff to him. And, and I just got him to get his own Musketeer report login. So I'm trying to get his own Cincinnati.com login right now. So
2: Oh, hey, that's cool, man. Yeah. You know, if you so like every once in a while, I don't like to do it too often because it seems like I'm just begging or pandering, but like literally there are sometimes I know musketeer reports like this where you can get a subscription to Cincinnati.com for a dollar for three months. Like I'm not kidding. Now, obviously if you stick around after three months, it might go up a little bit, but there, there are some deals out there for you, man. You know, it's
0: a steal and and, and, if you
1: made aware of them, then I'll take advantage of them. (laughs) Right (laughs) now we know. I got the sales
0: and it's like, And honestly, and we'll, we'll plug you real quick too, because you just, you do really good work, man. And it's always tough. I mean, I loved what what Pat Brennan was doing and it is always tough when like you get a new, you get a new reporter and like Shannon left and it's just like, Oh man, like what are we going to get? But you've done an absolutely fantastic job. And I think you've really absorbed the role and we really appreciate what you do.
2: I appreciate it very much. You know, the, like it it sounds weird, but I think about this a lot and, when I like work on stories and write stories and stuff, like I have a conscious thought that comes into my mind. Like when someone reads this, I want them to know how much I love doing this. That's cool. I think it shows.
0: Yeah. That's
2: good. Like it, you know, it's a, it's a kind of a corny thing, but (laughs) if someone reads one of my stories and they walk away from it, they're like, man, that guy likes what he does. Like then I feel like I, I succeeded. So I appreciate it very much.
1: And that's one thing I love, like when, uh, when I, whenever I read something, when a writer puts their personality into it, mm-hmm. it just shows that I mean they're not not doing cookie cutter stuff. They're just writing what they feel, and that's the dream. Doing
0: a, dude. Do, that. do what you love. That's the dream, and I think it shows. And I think there's nothing cooler than putting pride in what you do. Nothing cooler than that. Yeah. I, we, we love what you do, man. Okay, let's yeah, talk man. about uh, the enemy of Xavier basketball, and that's Dante Jackson um, <laughs> trying to steal the show. Um, <laughs> what happened? Like, and Of course it was Dante, but what did he do? Yeah.
2: All right, so I, I have since even gotten more clarity on this topic than I did when I published the story. So just to kind of walk you through the whole thing from start to finish, I noticed – You know, normally in a normal season, I'm sitting down on the baseline right next to Xavier's bench, kind of my spot. That's where Shannon sat. Now I'm up in a bunker. I'm up off the floor. So I've got kind of a bird's eye view of the court. And normally when Xavier does their starting lineups, all the guys come over and they shake Jonas Hayes' hand. And I noticed against Oklahoma that no one was doing that. And then I noticed that Jonas wasn't even out there. And then a little bit later, I see Jonas, Ben Johnson, Matthew Graves, and Mario. They come running out, like booking it out of the locker room. And the team said, like, just tipped the ball off. And I was like, that's really weird. And I, and I just kind of filed it away in the back of my head. And sure enough, during that game, I got a text from someone. And they're like, hey, I think I got a cool story for you. And uh, I found out after the game exactly what it was. I called Jonas. I hadn't even written my Oklahoma game story yet. I called Jonas because I was like, I, I was excited. I knew it was a funny story. And who better to tell it than Jonas? And I've since talked to Dante. And basically when Xavier's coaches come out of the coaches' room for every game, Travis always comes out first, followed by Dante. And literally every game for the last three seasons – Dante has slammed the door in Jonas's face right behind him when they walk out to the court. It's like an inside joke. It's like a running gag. (laughs) He does it again before Oklahoma. And like, I guess the deadbolt got jammed or, you know, something happened in the mechanics of the door and they couldn't get out. And Travis kept walking and he really didn't even know about it at first. And I think one of the managers came running after Dante because Dante like kept walking and the manager grabs him and they're like, Dante, I don't think they can get out. And Dante's like, what are you talking about? They're just messing around. He goes back to the door and he says, I can hear Jonas on the other side of the door jiggling the handle. And he's like, Jonas is telling me that they can't get out. And he said, he immediately erupted into laughter. He was <laughs> <laughs> laughing. And, uh, you know, at the time, I don't think Dante realized that, like, they were going to have to break the door down. I mean, they literally tore this door off the hinges. It's not there anymore to get them out onto the floor. Um,
0: I feel and- bad for the door. Jonas Hayes just putting his shoulder <laughs> into that thing. That couldn't have been a good time for the door.
2: And it's, like, it it's a cool story because, um, you know, it's it's something that you never really – you take – like, doors are supposed to open and close man and on this one occasion they needed to get out on the court for a basketball game the door wouldn't open like that doesn't happen all that often so I was I was <laughs> happy that they got out and you know that the, they got the result that they did and we all got we all got a laugh out of it so are they gonna start locking them up full time because I feel like
0: Xavier could have given the Warriors a, a game in that second half
2: well, the, the thing about it is, like, who knows if they're even going to have that door replaced in time? <laughs> you know? that They may be doorless. And then what are we going to do? Because Dante's not going to have a door to slam in Jonas's face. And as someone who lives a somewhat superstitious life, that worries me, you know? Right. If you've, got, you've got a rhythm down, a routine. You need to stick to it. It's yeah, a big in deal. You need to, like, be yeah. meet-
1: Jonas had his car and like slam his car door in his face,
2: or <laughs> Fine, we need to raise awareness. Jonas, come here! I want to slam the door in your face.
0: It's <laughs> some kind of doggy door or some kind of <laughs> gate or something. We need a pregame routine. You can't break the pregame routine. <laughs> Andy, you got anything else for Adam? or can we let him get out of here.
1: Uh, that's everything on my list.
0: Adam, oh, anything um, else? That, anything else on your mind or anything else that sticks out to you? that last. I do last have. Episode?
1: I do have another right. question.
2: Go for it. Yeah, go for it.
1: Um. About, talk to us about Adam Kunkel's impact. I yeah. I know you I know you wrote a story about it. I want um, for all the auditory learners out there. Tell us about Adam Kunkel's <laughs>
0: impact. all the
2: Andys. Well, um, one of the first things that I noticed about Adam Kunkel, you know, I, I got to see him in those scrimmages that you talked about earlier, Andy, and you could see it in those scrimmages. Like he he can flat out shoot. You know that that that's certainly not a secret. But what I learned when they started playing games was how much he loves to dance. (laughs) I kind of noticed that. And I was like, wow, that's interesting. You know, here's this guy who can't play right now. And to be completely honest, like if he's going to be able to play at all this season, he's over there dancing. And like when Xavier knocks down a three, he's losing his mind right next to Ben Stanley. So that was kind of the first thing that I noticed. And, uh, And then you see, you see happened. And I remember like his first sequence, he got a steal, runs down to the, starts the fast break, runs down to the corner. And, you know, quite literally the first time the ball touches his hands, he just lets it fly. And, you know, we talked about confidence earlier. And what does that say about a dude's confidence? Like he transfers to Xavier from Belmont. He's a local guy. His very first game in a Xavier uniform, and he's just letting the ball fly. I mean, he took one three in that game that he airballed that was like damn near from half court. Dude. <sighs> he launched it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he airballed it, but um,
1: love the confidence. Just yeah. let it fly, green light.
2: He didn't hold back at all, though. I mean, that
0: trigger was ready to go in those corner threes. Where? Like the first time he touched it, ready to go.
2: Yeah. And
0: the shootout, like your first game is the shootout in your transfer from Belmont to Xavier. Like that was, that was telling for sure.
2: And I think I think what they get in Adam Kunkel is obviously they get a guy who can knock down shots. And but you know he's so much more than that. Like you know they had uh, Ryan Welledge a few years ago who was a really good kid, and he could knock down shots, but not like not much else. You know what I mean? Right. And I think in Adam Kunkel, they've got a guy who's going to impact them in a positive way when he's on the court and when he's sitting over there on the bench. And I think that's important for a team that, that's not going to be able to play in front of a live audience really this year. Like you need guys like that. You need guys with personality. And you know they just added another one a few hours ago in Ben Stanley. So they're, uh, cool. yeah, they've got that in the bank right there.
1: Yeah, that we, cool. We've heard it all all, all season so far create your own energy we don't have the fans to feed off of they got to create their own energy and it seems like Adam Kunkel and Ben Stanley themselves have just been phenomenal at that even when they weren't able to play they were like the, the the cheering section on the bench
2: yeah I think it speaks to that chemistry that we talked about you know like these are two new guys who had to come in here in a pandemic and honestly I think the pandemic had a lot to do with this I think that these guys had to come together and like lean on each other in like a really weird time. And, you know, under normal circumstances, maybe they wouldn't have been together nearly as much as they were because of this pandemic. But I, I think it's had a positive impact on them as a team.
1: So what you're saying is we should be thankful for COVID.
2: No, nah, Well, easy, easy. Um, <laughs> <Watch yourself. laughs> on a basket, on a basketball level, maybe, um,
0: it, it wouldn't be the robot podcast out of foot and mouth
2: moment, but <laughs> well, it, well, no, because it is, it is a fair point. And one of the things that I've tried to think about is like uh, a lot of the time that we've spent during this pandemic has really been focused on like the things that we've lost, you know, like we can't go to live sports. We can't go to concerts um, there. It's just like, there, there's a lot of focus on what we can't do, but I think that there that the pandemic has offered us things that like that that maybe are blessings in disguise kind of a little bit, you know, it's it's allowed us to to be with people on a closer level. Yeah, I don't know. I I just think that within a basketball team like it, it's easy to look at like the negative of a situation and it's a little harder to look at the positive, you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But I think Steele says this all the time. It's about what you make it. You know what I mean? It's about how you react to a situation, not what it is. And I think that the teams are showing that right now. There's a lot of teams that look like they don't want to play. I think there's a lot of teams that look like they really want to play. And I think that shows, you know, a huge gap in, in certain teams and stuff. Andy, I think we got to let the man get out of here.
1: I will say that that is one thing I love about you, Adam, is you took my dumbass joke and turned it into some like motivational, positive. That's what I'm monologue. Saying.
0: <laughs> You know, a pro would have a pro. Cause you can just, you can toss just like a horrible question. You can turn it into something good. Like that's when you know, you got a pro on here. I love it.
2: Why, you know, I give all the credit to you guys. Like I wouldn't be able to pull that off if I didn't enjoy talking to you so much. Well, so. Of course you do. You, you know, you're the man. That's, that's what you do. Although I, I am, I do feel slighted that I haven't been offered like some style. Stock interest and in cap industries or anything. <laughs> when you know, we go we, we go publicly traded, you'll be the first one to know. Are we headed towards an IPO? That, like, because that, those are things I need to know. Some call that insider trading. Great. I call it friendship.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's about who you know. You know, it's a startup. You know, we'll, we'll obviously keep you in the loop. You're in the circle of trust for sure.
2: I appreciate it. Yeah, <laughs> you can add you to the group know. chat
0: whenever you want. Hey, <laughs> <laughs>
2: right, well, hey, it's always a pleasure uh, talking to you guys. You know. I think it's cool what you're doing. Um, you know, I think I told you this last time, but, like, keep it going. I mean, literally, this my second time on the show, and Cap's got, like, an actual camera. He's got a microphone, <laughs> his phone in front of his face. The internet's not cutting out. Like. Well,
0: UC did just lose, so. <laughs> did they really? I, I was getting alerts. Yeah, they lost. They got a really good look at a three. They were down three, 74-71, got the ball back, and they got a wide-open shot and missed.
2: Man, Clifton – Clifton's having a rough week, guys. Uh, trouble in paradise? That hey, is my, that's my alma mater. Um, and Ooh, Okay, we'll leave it alone. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not happy about it, but, you know, the, this is life. You got to deal yeah. with it. So.
0: Right. I mean, it stinks because for them, I mean, they look like they've got a lot of players. Like, their young guys look good.
2: I think they'll be okay.
0: Yeah, like, I like Tari Eason a lot. Like, they got some dudes.
2: John Brandon's a good coach. And- they'll be
0: fine. As long yeah. as he can stay on his feet, they'll be fine
2: yeah they're still figuring it out but
0: <laughs> literally and figuratively he, he, he <laughs> took a fall in that shootout. man tripped <laughs> <He did. laughs> over yeah. a second dust it happened. So when you're that tall i mean you have a different center of gravity you know that's right
2: he's, he's i'm proud to boy. announce that i haven't fallen down unnecessarily in a long time that's nice i mean it doesn't I've happen a, me all the time i've got a good base you know <laughs> all about the footwork good man
0: and you got to say what up my uh my cutout next time Andy put this awful cut out of me in centos it's on the bench side if you're looking at the bench on the right okay brutal awful face i gotta
2: i gotta be careful sneaking around in centos now though like i i have restrictions there <sighs> i can't go just throw
0: like um, the blob suit on and walk around
2: <laughs> oh yeah that would work the best mask it's the best mask. i don't i don't even think that they that they're doing the mascot in the arena this year I don't think shame. I've seen D'Artagnan or the blob. I could say. The have
1: blob said. is not rolling?
2: No. I mean, the blob is rolling here. That's where you guys come in really handy. Like, you guys have picked up that slack in a big way. I know Xavier appreciates that, honestly.
0: Thank us for our service. No, yes. Bob, we love doing it. I mean, we, we used to do it for free. You talk about the pandemic and good things coming out here. And please feel free to sign off whenever you want. Um, but uh, you talk about the pandemic. This probably doesn't happen without the pandemic. You know what I mean? And Andy and I were just like, you know, we did this one stupid thing for free. People, people liked it. We're like, what do you say? We do a podcast once a week. And then people are like, hey, you want to do more? We're like, okay, we'll do two a week. And then with Zoom and all that kind of stuff, we were able to do it and keep it going. So, you know, we enjoy doing it.
2: So you're, you're up to two a week now, you guys? Yep. Yeah,
0: Wednesday we, and Friday. Wednesday and Friday, yeah. Nice. Man. hump day and kicking off the weekend it's fun man we, we enjoy doing it and then uh you know just seeing rick bro on you you saw his uh debacle on social media um
2: i did i, I caught whispers of that we did find
0: <laughs> we found tammy and uh you know i added some <laughs> toy story uh videos to my repertoire and uh it was a good time i was like we got to keep this going
2: <laughs> no you know like you guys have fun with it and that's that's probably the most important thing so you know as long as that's alive you guys are going to be doing well
0: I think it does make it a little inclusive too. I think, I think sometimes I think there can be a perception of like, like I said, like the elite club, like the verified people. I think it does kind of give like a common man's perspective. And that's why I appreciate like guys like you and Rick, because you guys aren't like too, too good to come on like a stupid podcast with two idiots. You know, like <laughs> you guys, like you guys can put the face on and be very professional, but you also come on here and, and mess around with us. So I think that's why we you know really appreciate it. And I know I mean, people. You, do just,
2: well. you just sold your podcast perfectly to it. That's it's a, a,
0: shameless a shameless plug. A shameless <laughs> plug. we are put we'll like, that on a billboard. <laughs>
2: <laughs> two idiots with microphones. What was the last <laughs> one from
0: go. the last thing that he was going to steal, I think, from Fanta? I forget what it was. Andy oh, would downright,
2: downright Bananas? Downright <laughs>
0: Bananas, baby. <laughs> We're here for it. Well, we really appreciate it. And, by the way, if you're not subscribed to Cincinnati.com, pay the three bucks and get three months of, of awesome content. Um, if you appreciate sure what we do, I mean, that's the big league. So, easy money. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, of course. Anything you want to plug or anything you want to say before you get off?
2: Um, you know, I I got some uh, some cool stories coming up. I've been spending a, quite a bit of time on a, a Paul Scruggs story that I, that I think people are gonna like. And um, you know, the other thing is like the the what I like about you guys is um, you know I like hearing from from Xavier fans. I know sometimes I don't like hearing from Xavier fans. Or, <laughs> I mean, Rightfully so, yeah. But like you know, some, like I've gotten legitimate story ideas out of just like talking to Xavier fans. You know what I mean? I think that that's really valuable. So, uh, you know, people don't be shy if if you have questions or, you know, you, you want to tweet at me or or email me. I'd love to hear it. So.
0: That's awesome. I mean, he, he really, you are really, really inclusive and that's cool. Cause like, I was like, Andy, we have to leave him alone for another year. He's not going to do this ever again. (laughs) You brought it up. You're like, Hey, when am I coming back on? I was like,
2: whenever you want Literally, revolving yeah. door,
0: revolving door
2: i like to mix it up you know you got to talk to and it's uh normally when i talk to you guys it's it's more of just like it's kind of a conversation that i might have at a bar or something like that that's the
1: know? goal yeah
2: and it, it's not as serious it's not like you know channel 19's having me on to talk about xavier like we, we're just kind of shooting the shit so right it's always fun I can't
0: see there being a, a more low-pressure situation in the NBA at all.
2: <laughs> yeah, this is uh, this takes the cake, there, man.
0: This is like LeBron going and playing like in a high school gym. Like <laughs> <laughs> you can just be on autopilot and just be looking uh, great.
2: Yeah. It's, uh, no, but you guys do a good job. So, who who else is on the uh, the roll blob like wish list? Who who are you guys trying to get? Do you have a list? Barstool Big Cat. <laughs> what,
0: really? Rothstein. No, I mean, you know, we're, we're working our way around. I mean, we have, we've had Rick on a couple of times, Rick Broering, and he's great. Um, we do it. really well with people like you, you know what I mean? Like sometimes the more like super serious people, like we can do that kind of stuff. But I think our role is like the common man, you know, trying to have, trying to have fun, especially in the pandemic. Like we just want people to have fun and just be a source yeah. of life. Just kind of a distraction from all, all I that. All you people know,
1: that bring personality. Like we had Hanky on. That was just an awesome conversation. Yeah, we had, we
0: had Zach Hankins. I think right now, though, the next one we want is J.P. Makira. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's JP,
2: the – J.P., that's if you cool. see this, I've been trying to get him to call me back and uh, <laughs> want to talk to him, and he's been, he's been a little bit elusive. If I can get him on the phone, I will, uh, I will certainly recommend Roll Blob to him.
0: Likewise, he did DM me back. He was just busy. Me really, uh, he did DM me back. He, he's also on a weird schedule. I mean, he's overseas, so his timetable is reversed.
2: That might be my problem. I'm I'm going like the professional cell phone right. <laughs> Maybe I need to just like fire off some DMs to. Gotta him. step into
0: 2020, man. We could hit a group chat. You, me, and Andy slide into JP's DMs. He'll have no option but to answer us back.
2: Just hit him. Just hit him with more. Then he knows what to do with. It. <laughs> Just gift the heck out of
0: him. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. we'll make him it's like a Mick Cronin. <laughs>
2: we'll make him yeah. a Mick Cronin
0: video or something, and he'll have to respond.
2: Oh, I feel like he's probably seen some of the stuff you guys have done recently, and he probably loves that. <laughs> I imagine
0: he had a good time with Marcus Walters's content.
2: Oh yeah, but, <laughs> you know it was uh it was a ton of fun talking to you guys. You know, whenever you need me. I'm a, I'm a former bull, former bullpen catcher. I don't know if you guys are baseball fans, but basically baseball that, means, that means that uh, when the phone rings, I answer and I'm ready. I'm ready to go.
0: Will you sprint in like Todd
2: went Yeah, that's how I used to take the field, man.
3: <laughs>
0: that's why we love you, man. <laughs> but seriously, <laughs> thanks for right. coming on. I know it's a waste of your time. Thanks for, no. thanks for coming on and, and shooting the shit with us, like you said.
2: Absolutely. It was my pleasure.
0: No problem. Bring some beer next time if you want All to. All right.
2: Yeah, pandemic. <laughs> gotta you be go. careful. You know they're letting me into CentOS. I can't catch this thing.
0: Right. Yeah, keep it, the
2: population safe.
0: Don't be the leak, Bob. Don't be the leak. I would never. I know.
2: <laughs> right, I know, boys. brother.
0: Yep. Have a going, brother. Andy, I don't know how we continue to get people on this podcast that are actually like good at what they do. It doesn't make any sense to me.
1: Like we have professionals coming in to talk to two idiots with a microphone. I don't know how it keeps happening, but. I consider myself the luckiest man on the planet.
0: That's very true. I think I think that's true, especially with our skill sets. We're very, very lucky to be talking to someone like Adam Bob <laughs> But it really is funny, man, because there's times when this podcast feels like work, and it doesn't feel like work when I'm talking to Adam Bob uh,
1: That was just a cool conversation yeah. on a Wednesday night.
0: <laughs> right. Like, you're getting to, like, 10 minutes into it, and you're just like, man, I have free reign to ask the official beat writer for, for Xavier Basketball anything I want about my favorite team on planet Earth. This is pretty awesome.
1: And he even turned a dumbass joke I made into just some positive monologue. It
0: happens. I think I've had a couple. I I remember I asked one to Riggs where, like, the second I got the question off, I was like, ouch, that physically hurt me because that was a terrible question. But you've had, like, two or three, like, since we've been doing this, where I'm like, ooh, that was a rough question. That was not good. But he just – he made it good, man. When you strike out, it looks good. Yeah. When I strike out, it's ugly, man. (laughs) When you strike out, it looks good.
1: And then – And then you just like – that's when you know you're talking to a professional.
0: 100%. It was the same thing with Reeks. Like, I had an awful question. I can't remember what it was, but I had a terrible question. And then it turned into good content. I was like, oh, I'm just – you know, I'm working with a pro here. Yeah. Just pass it to Reeks. I mean, just like that. Just pass it to bomb. Let him do his thing.
1: Maybe one day I'll get to that point where I can do stuff like that. His
0: beard too, dude. That thing is majestic. That's a good beard.
1: makes me feel like I have an inferiority complex when I speak to him.
0: He's got a good beard. That's a solid-ass beard, bro. Yeah. He's got a good beard. Anyway, good beard, better content, man. He, he's just a man. Like, And I don't know why he's taking a liking to us, but we're, we're lucky dudes to have Bob coming around you know, as a recurring guest for sure.
1: And uh, I think we can officially call him a, fr- a friend of the podcast.
0: I and... mean, if you come back for seconds, you must have some kind of like sick liking to this whole deal because I every time we get somebody, I'm like, well, got him once, you know, I'll take it. And then if they ever want to come back around, I'm like, this fucking guy, some uh, kind of crazy
1: I feel like people like they, they want to be able to just let let loose and yeah not exactly. be professional like because everybody when they're when they come to the raw blob podcast they know for a fact that like when people are listening they know for a fact they are getting very unprofessional laid back a lot of bullshit right they're not getting they're not getting the real deal they're not here for the real deal.
0: There's buttoned up, there's buttoned down, and then there's a Roblob podcast where, like, every button's undone. You just have, like, your beer gut, like, like out of your dress Pants shirt, unzipped. Like, and you're Yeah, just like... <laughs> <laughs> right. Hand in your pants, just drinking a beer. That's a SpongeBob <laughs> meme. <laughs> right, exactly. That's literally the Roblob podcast, dude. Like, there could not be – I think we said this. There could not be a less – like, a – a lower pressure situation than being on the robot podcast. We have
1: ham and cheese sandwich.
0: No cheese expectations background. at all. If anything, the expectation is to suck. So if you come on here and you're like even putting sentences together, you're like, he did pretty good. He sounded
1: like a, like a true intellectual.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you put him, you put anyone next to us two.
1: He used look, adverbs correctly. It's He's like an you intellectual. Have the ugly friend.
0: Yeah, you have like the ugly friend in the group that just makes everyone else look good. <laughs> It's you're us. like the girl that always has the ugly friend like we're definitely the ugly friend so you're welcome world we're out here doing you a service by being terrible
1: <laughs> so come talk to us so come talk
0: to us you want to look good stand next to us no man it's it's really fun i love what we're doing i mean there's times where it's like tiring like tonight we're, we're a low gas tonight i can't lie to you but it is fun man we're enjoying putting this together and i'm sure it's gonna be a lot more fun next week when we're not like <laughs> just like scraping the bottom of the barrel you know <laughs> like we were tuesday
1: <laughs> for sure, when we had nothing, to, not, literally nothing to talk about because Xavier got shut down.
0: The barrel right, was We'll have
1: we'll have games to talk about next week,
0: and then we can talk shit to Coop on Tuesday too, which would be nice.
1: Yeah, we'll get him to rap.
0: Yeah, yeah, Coop's. Get, he'll, yeah, we we should flip it on his head and us not rap and have Coop only rap.
1: Yeah, we did our part,
0: but dude, he's got I, bars though, so I think it'd be better for everybody if that was the should, case. Should
1: we throw out a word for Coop to tweet at us to see if he listens to this? We should. All right, Coop. If you're listening to this right now,
0: text crap, it's coop plus rap, say, <laughs> say uh, the literally
1: word. Um, tweet at me and cap, not the roll blob podcast, me and cap C plus rap equals crap done. <laughs> and we'll, and then maybe you might get some immunity to not rap
0: and then we'll turn it into an, ah, uh, uh, in, in uh, uh. <laughs>
1: an, uh, <laughs> an, cool, agreed.
0: Yes, exactly. We'll turn it into an, ah, uh, cool, agreed thread. Dude, I love a good, ah, cool, agreed thread.
1: That was electric today.
0: Nothing better than someone being confused by everyone just saying, ah, understood. I agree. gotcha. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> gotcha. I understand. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> Obvious Travis Steele was snoozing. That's right up their alley, whoever that is.
1: Whoever the hell that
0: is. Whoever, whoever the hell I don't know
1: is. who it is, but I know it's right up her alley. No clue
0: absolutely no idea um, yeah that would have been a perfect time for or that account called ah if you've seen that account that's a good account too
1: providing one-worded nonsense to your <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's good content man if you understand the joke it's good content but andy let's get the hell up out of here and let's go talk shit to coop um and uh and let's have a good weekend man it's gonna be an awesome weekend like i'm in the christmas spirit i'm just gonna get some sleep get get done with work work's been been wild so uh, it's gonna be nice to get out of here and just chilling. It's gonna be a good sports weekend, dude. Yeah, Saturday we, football, Sunday football, a right, lot of good. We got news. a
1: hell of a weekend. We got I mean Xavier basketball returns on su- on Sunday first and foremost. Iowa
0: Gonzaga this weekend.
1: Oh that shit, that 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 did get scheduled. One this, versus right? three. Yeah. yeah, it's it's gonna be um, a good. Got college football um, conference championships this weekend. Most importantly, Notre Dame versus Clemson. That's happening at four o'clock. The Saint Therese eight, eighth grade basketball team is back in action. At 6 o'clock, so you can't forget that. Come support oh, your boys. Cincinnati
0: doubleheader. Cincinnati <laughs>
1: 8 o'clock doubleheader.
0: Overwhelming the positive network. The team that just got dropped by Under Armour. And <laughs> We're going to pay you to leave us alone. $10 million to never talk to us ever again.
1: Imagine scheduling your football and basketball team at the same time. Xavier would never.
0: <laughs> we literally would never. Could never.
1: I uh, wonder right, we, we wouldn't be that dumb.
0: All right, you rascals, get the hell out of here. Watch some your basketball, eat cookies. Andy, talk to the people.
1: All right, so here's the here's the big announcement. So anybody who shows us that they are, one, following Adam Baum, and two, subscribe to the Enquirer so you can read, read Adam Baum's uh, articles and all, all his great content. The dude's a phenomenal writer, phenomenal
0: uh, reporter. Spend the $3.
1: Yeah. Spend, if you to prove to us that you're spending the three dollars and following Adam Bomb, send it in the roll blob DMs. We'll respond with a promo code for uh as for up to half off on roll blob merchandise or in Broken Anchor merchandise as well. So
0: get your HP shirts half off.
1: Get get your horny biggies Twitter shirts <laughs> half off. All you gotta do is subscribe to the Enquirer and follow Adam Bomb. Prove it to us and it's all yours
0: <laughs> and it's all yours the whole horny kingdom is yours for half off half off a horny kingdom Can't it's really
1: that it. simple and you'll be getting a great reward with great t- great content and a great shirt out of it so what could be better
0: everything the horniness touches is our kingdom